0: everybody, welcome to episode 206 of a Wrestling Gala podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me your host and wrestling enthusiast Ella J. As today I am joined by the Six Feet of Fury. La Taylor, Now, let's chat! Hello everybody! Today I am joined by the six feet of fury, L.A. Taylor. So how are you doing today? Hello, I am fabulous, thank you for asking.
1: Um, I've had a long day, but a good day. Yourself?
0: Um, what it's it's still morning here, so I'm still kind of, like, waking up, had breakfast. The weather, though, <laughs> the weather, though, is great, I must say. I'm so glad we're finally in the month of fall, because myself, I am not a heat person. So I'm just mm-hmm. glad it's October. It's a great day. It's supposed to be getting
1: right into autumn here, and, you know, we're all heading straight towards Halloween and everything, and all of the leaves are falling off of the trees, and it's really beautiful. It's also like 22 degrees celsius outside it's about so it's that's about hard. 70 here yeah i'm 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 in shorts and t-shirt that's warm for me so i'm just like
0: Woo! <laughs> oh my god somebody who thinks the same like that's about 70 degrees here um, it's, not, I, like, it's not
1: even really that hot,
0: but I'm just there like,
1: right, get the shorts out. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I prefer like a, a few degrees cooler than that. Like mm. maybe five, well, five to ten degrees cooler than that personally. But yeah, exactly. I'm just ready for all things autumn. So I, I guess we'll start there. Then what are some of your favorite autumn or fall trends or favorite things about the season?
1: I really love
0: like the color palette.
1: So I was really lucky to go to a gorgeous wedding the other day in a sort of, I suppose it's almost the north of England, um, a fellow wrestler and the it was beautiful. It was in like an old converted stone barn, um, there were wood beams and exposed sort of rock everywhere kind of and, old country
0: okay like rustic yeah kind of real rustic
1: mm-hmm. and the bride was stunning and it they they requested uh for everybody to wear autumnal colors and i thought it was really nice it was all like coppers and reds mm-hmm. and so yeah i'm a very visual person so i really enjoyed that that's what i enjoy about autumn mainly now- it's just the change of colors
0: Yeah. Now you mentioned, this is like completely off topic, but like you say, you're like visual in terms of like learning in school. Was that like your method of learning and grasping stuff was like visual or was it like audio or reading or was it more visual too? Uh, I need to see someone do something. Okay. Like hands on too. And visual. Got it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I need to see them doing it in front of me. I can engage with it then. It's the same way that i We'll learn anything to do with wrestling I need to see it mm-hmm. um before I can really get it um and then I gotta do it a lot a lot <laughs> and then I then hopefully it'll click
0: well it's hard with wrestling too I can't even imagine trying to explain a move without actually like showing somebody how to do it like just imagine exactly. like like trying to explain a drop kick so you're gonna like jump up in the air and then like just kick your legs out and then fall <laughs> like I don't even know how you would explain that
1: yeah, like first of all, you've got to get yourself up near yeah. this person's head, and you're like, "Cool, yeah.
0: levitation." Always wanted to do it. <laughs> That's the secret. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> That's the secret. Oh my god! But you know, we are still, I guess, kind of in the midst of the pandemic. It's been a crazy like twenty months at this point. But how have you managed to stay positive or sane throughout this last year plus of craziness in the world, LA?
1: Well, I will be brutally honest. So we've had maybe three major lockdowns here. Yeah. And then like various sort of restrictions in between, but three major lockdowns. And that first one was very long. Um, I got into great shape in that first lockdown. But um, as much as everybody was like, wow, you used your lockdown really well. It was very unhealthy. Uh, I was working out like three times a day, my diet was incredibly restrictive. It wasn't unhealthy. It was actually, my diet was actually really good. I was mm-hmm. very hydrated. My supplements were all on point um, because I got a nutrition qualification because I,
0: Oh, congratulations. Got into that.
1: Yeah. I was like, Hey, I want to know, I want to actually know <laughs> scientifically how this works. Um, but yeah, I sort of, I dropped a lot of weights. I didn't have a lot of weights at home. Yeah. And then I, I ended up dropping like a lot of muscle as well. So by the time we hit sort of the second and third lockdown, although I was way slimmer than I'd ever been, my body fat percentage was way down, the lowest I think I've ever had it. Um, I decided that actually a little bit of self-love was needed and I went on a controversial bulking phase, which I've never done before um and I am not on the bulking phase now I put on like 20 pounds or something mad and uh all of my lifts went up all of my muscle mass went up I'm currently sort of trying to lean out still a little bit um but I feel better than I ever have so I think I've experienced the highs and the lows of lockdown you know uh not being able to wrestle, mm-hmm. you, you can't go out and find work, and you know it's uh that was hard. And then sort of over exercising and being overly trying to be healthy, and then and then uh, having to compensate for it. Well,
0: so it's I hard think when you're trapped what, what in your house. Like the, yeah,
1: exactly right. What I love was like a healthy middle ground. Mm-hmm. So uh, I implemented. A little self-love, child. Char- I haven't told anybody this. Uh, anybody who who knows me will know that I like to organise, plan, schedule, and have everything on the wall in like graphs and charts. And I like to tick off little boxes and tell myself, "Well done." Um, <laughs> so um, I, I, yeah, I literally had a little uh, self-care checklist of. You need to do one of these things today and say, I love you to yourself.
0: So, you know, you know what, though, like prior to lockdown, like I was never one to like organize my life, but I literally have like, like probably seven or eight like weekly organizers or notebooks and it's so bad. See, I can
1: see this on screen now because we're we're talking to each other with video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that is a weekly planner. Yeah, I have I, a daily
0: one too. Like oh, I switch I adore between. That. <laughs>
1: stationery, um, very much like you know, friends. Very much a moniker for stationery. I love it. Organization is stationery. I I like to get new stationery and just
0: have the smell of it. Yeah. just like to smell it a bit like, you know? <laughs> like, like what I like I'm not even kidding you you guys can't see this right now but I'm literally like showing her I have a whole like you have frickin- you're bringing up just and I'm like she yeah. did not have any more and she's bringing up more oh no I have more like and... it it really started like honestly at the beginning of this year I was never like a station I call myself a stationary whore now like I that's that. what it is like stickers <laughs> two pens but like I was never one to organize my life but like with everything I've been doing like it's addicting. And it also kind of feels nice though, to have your life together. Like I have notified, I have everything saved in my calendar on my phone, but sometimes Mm -hmm. you just got to write it down. And plus, like you said, like, like helpful tips and quotes, I sometimes write down like inspiring quotes. So so similar to yours too. Absolutely. A big
1: advocate for it. Big advocate for it. I love it. Yeah, Um, me too. So yeah, good job. Yeah. We both got something good out of lockdown. I know yeah. you too
0: have your wrestling notebook to your or notebooks, I should say, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I multiple. <laughs> there, I have I have three on the go at the moment. So I have my my sort of diary slash logbook of matches and mm-hmm. things that I've gone to. So that's very much. It's got numbered matches, where they were, the date. Um, obviously, which number match it was. Was it my 12th match, my 20th match, whatever it was, who it was against, um, how much I was paid, uh, if I was paid, uh, did I sell any merch? Were people asking me for merch? What was the reaction? What feedback did I get? Who did I ask for feedback? Um, What the finish was, who the promoter is, if I don't still know them. Mm -hmm. Was it the first time I worked for that promoter? Was it uh defense of a title, did I get a title, all of these things. Um, so that's one of them. And that's the one that goes sort of around with me. Um, and then I have my sort of, I think I've got maybe, it's in its third book now, its third volume uh, is the one that I write all of the drills and things down mm-hmm. that I can never remember. Um, <laughs> and then I sort of go, ah, oh, what was that thing that helped me mm-hmm. learn that thing? And I'll flick back through. And then I have one that I keep in my training bag all the time, which is kind of like the scrappy version of that. It's like the draft version where if people are running something and they say, hey, write down your thoughts or feedback for this. And I'll scribble down feedback for people that I don't necessarily need to keep. Um, so I can just tear pages out of that one and say, here you go. Goodbye. Yeah, like <laughs> that's that's for you. I learned something yeah. from watching that. I That's fine. That's for you. Um, and then I can if there's anything useful I'll put it into the the main mm-hmm. book at home <laughs> see I feel
0: like I've I've only like this is I've done about 200 interviews at this point God, and you're outrageous. really it's crazy the amount of time in like less than two and a half years I know yeah Um, but I feel like and maybe maybe we just didn't discuss it, but you're only the second person that I've like talked to about like having a wrestling notebook. Obviously, you have three of them, mm. but I think that's super <laughs> cool because obviously you can learn like the drills. If you, if you forget something, you can look that up. But also it's like keeping memories and stuff and looking back and yeah. seeing how far you've come to and everything. But I just want to know at the like the end of your career, how many notebooks are you going to have? i'm gonna have a library honestly beauty
1: Beauty and the beast where the doors open to that library Mm -hmm. it's it's been my dream since i was but a fetus and uh yeah
0: i just want to have that big library but
1: it's just it's not going to be anything particularly great it's just going to be my scribblings of of magic
0: (laughs) those will be worth money someday keep them let's hope let's hope they will be. You got to manifest it. <laughs>
1: manifest. <will>
0: <laughs> but, you know, we're talking about like the UK lockdown and stuff, but you you're kind of getting consistently back into running shows now, as we talked about mm-hmm. off air. I, I, yeah, off air. I think you said you're running about seven, between seven or eight promotions right now. So what are you heading mo- into yeah. heading into? Yeah. So what are you most looking forward to or hoping to achieve with this? Hopefully lasting return. Gee, that's a really good question. Um, For me,
1: always at the centre of everything is improvement. I, I want to be able to become better at this and therefore be able to deliver something that is a better product for people, for promoters, for fans, people who are taking that chance on me hiring me, people who are taking that chance buying a ticket. You know... I think um a lot of people lose sight of the fact that we are there purely for the people who've bought their ticket and we wouldn't be there without them. I'm sure that it's a sentiment that they sort that's in everybody's minds, but I'm not sure it's something that people really grasp. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't matter what you do if they don't care about it at all. Yeah. So if, if you're not reading that room and you're not putting <laughs> something in front of them that they can invest in then why are you there is, and that's maybe a controversial opinion, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, it is a business. And if you don't have that mind to adapt your product to the situation at hand, then hmm. (laughs) maybe maybe your focus should adjust a little. I'm not saying that I have the skills to do that yet, but it's certainly um, a focus of mine that I have in a way that I'm trying to, something I'm trying
0: to learn is, uh, as I go along. No, you're absolutely right. Because even like just in a general scope with like certain promotions, like they don't read the room. Like, They give us one thing and it's not something that the crowd is invested in. It's like the exact opposite of what the crowd wants. And obviously Mm -hmm. you can't please the crowd the whole time, but it's just like how things are presented. So obviously reading the room is definitely like an important aspect in business too. And of course, Mm -hmm. like on an individual level too. I get what you mean.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm Yeah. It's not meant
0: as like a jab, more of a hey, let's do better. No, <laughs> you, you are absolutely right. Nothing wrong with wanting to do better. Like honestly, a lot of I mean nothing's perfect, but you know, a no, lot know. of things could have room for improvement in pro wrestling, I will say, and I'll keep it at that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Safely, safely keep that there. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and besides pro wrestling, though, I wanted to take a little bit of a dive into some other aspects that I don't know if you still are actively involved with, but I know you did a bit of singing and acting prior to wrestling. So what were some of the roles or projects you took part in in the realm of acting? That's varied
1: and... Uh, interesting so a lot of my acting experience as an adult was based in education so I was studying at college and things Mm -hmm. and acting there and it I would be studying anything from ancient Greek theatre and delivering those monologues, albeit translated because I don't speak ancient Greek. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and sort of, you know, Shakespeare and things like that too. Improvising um, and, you know, just all sorts of things, really. We tried a bit of method acting. That was something that stuck with me. I wouldn't say that <laughs> I'm I'm method. Yeah. But I think that I definitely, I definitely utilise parts of method acting to help me in my wrestling i am not naturally a very horrible person i'm sorry to say uh, i find it i find it really difficult <laughs> i find it so difficult um unless i really don't like him and that helps um, fuels your fire but, yeah yeah uh so i have to sort of uh, any anyone who knows me well and has seen me before i go out will think i'm ridiculous because i'm jumping up and down and i'm like hit i'm like going for it mm. and getting g'd up because i've got to find it from somewhere because really i just want to come up like hi guys how's it going hey guys <laughs> and instead i have to be like oh you'll suck <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, you suck. <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah yeah i would probably use that but actually the things that i did i did some sort of everyone's got a side gig right so I did some side gig work as like wandering characters at local festivals and events and it was very well paid and there was catering. So and I did a bit of human statue work. I still do the odd bit of human statuing.
0: What?
1: But you okay, won't know it's me. I, I need to hear more <laughs>
0: about this human statue work. Like how did you even get involved in that and like what is the strangest place that you've been a human statue?
1: Oh, right. So I got into it because I am a th- or was, I haven't done it since we've had lockdowns, um, a face and body painter. And I was in a competition that was being filmed for Channel 4 at the time. And I won Best Newcomer. And it was great because um, Julie Walters was a judge on it. You know, Ron Weasley's mom? Yeah. Yeah. So I got to meet her. I've got a cool photo of her. I was still quite fat then. Um, I've had quite a quite a transformation journey since I've hit wrestling and I met a lovely couple there who um, are also stilt walkers and circus performers and they provide stilt walkers and jugglers and human statues to events and they said hey like do you want to come and work with us and I said yeah they're really nice they're um, they're called higher beings if you want to find them anywhere they've got they're just such fun, lovely giving people. And yeah, they. I turn up, they have a costume ready. They get me in it. I do some work. I eat some food. I do a bit
0: more work. Done. Perfect. Great day's work. Now, what's an example of a costume that, costume that you've worn? I have worn so many outrageous costumes. Okay. So um, my probably my
1: least favorite for comfort was I was a like a you know like the nutcracker and that's sort of like you have like on Christmas ornaments like yeah. little drummer boys. yeah I was like a a, a soldier sort of drummer boy <laughs> yeah and I was all sort of like like tin tin sort of yeah. coloured. um and the boots were a bit too small for me and so I was sort of and the drum was a little bit heavy See, so the- I was like I sort of stood there going, oh, I hope someone goes past so I can hit this (laughs) drum and move. Um, So that was that was the least comfortable. One of my favorite ones, which is the ugliest one, is a gargoyle. So we have like noses and stuff stuck Mm -hmm. to our face. But genuinely, nobody knows who I am. Um, You can't tell if I'm male, female, animal. I just wander around and I can get away with so much stuff. I can get away with more stuff I get away with in wrestling mm-hmm. so i can go around as a gargoyle and just have utter mischief um i've also been like a moving topiary bush
0: interesting yeah. i just imagine <laughs> yeah. people's reactions if they see this bush moving like down the yeah street. <laughs> and it's kind of like um you know like big hero six
1: betamax they kind of look like that so you just waddle around in them like you can't move oh my god I was completely reliant on someone to poke a straw through my foliage to let me have a drink (laughs) so
0: um
1: but they were they were the most fun I reckon the best place was we were at a a really really grand old naval base in um Plymouth called uh HMS Drake and it was an officer's ball And so you had this grand, hundreds of years old, massive Mm -hmm. building with gilt things on and things that were outrageously expensive and old hung around everywhere. And these wonderful, like decorative sort of ceremonial uniforms, they were coming out and in their dress uniforms and with their ropes and gold. And I don't know what it's all called. So I apologize people in the armed forces. I'm terrible and you are wonderful. Um, And it was just a... It was amazing to be dressed up as though I was part of the surroundings. And I was like, oh, this place is cool. Like, people wouldn't usually get to just go in there and have a look around because it's part of the naval base. So um, that was, that's probably my favorite place that I've statued.
0: How long would, like, I don't know if it's called a shift or whatever, but how long would these, like, shoots or these shifts last of you being camped, like, outside?
1: Oh, that's not very
0: long, really. Okay.
1: 30 to 45 minutes okay then like a 15 20 minute break and then another 30 to 45 Uh. minutes and you might do like a bit where you like they've seen that you can move now Mm -hmm. so you'll do a bit where you wander around Mm -hmm. and take selfies and photos with people Mm -hmm. and have a bit of fun and as a uh, topiary bush i had a twerk off with a bunch of students once i love
0: that oh my god
1: now one to twerk an entire (laughs) amount of foliage you know i was there like creaking i'm like come on <laughs> heavy. i can barely move anyway but they're like, i'm gonna win this dance off you, probably made, their, it.
0: you probably made their <laughs> day though because if i saw that like going down the street and then have a twerk off with a bush i it. would and honestly I j- die i just adorable because i just looked like a giant betamax right and they're like that's hilarious
1: <laughs> brilliant you know and they all want weird spiky tree hugs mm-hmm. so i'm like sure i'll
0: go for it why not <laughs> uh, maybe it is method acting <laughs> yeah yeah working bush oh my god i love that yeah
1: that's full method for
0: me and
1: how would i feel if i was a twerking well now you know (laughs) now i know i know now (laughs) um but yes there we go
0: in, now, in terms of your singing, though, like, I don't know how yes. in depth your singing career or work was, but when or how did you realize that you had singing abilities? Um,
1: I did karaoke from the age of Dot. My granddad had a little holiday camp, which had a little clubhouse on it, and he used to run karaoke as the entertainment once a week throughout mm-hmm. the summer holidays, And I remember a bunch of us used to do karaoke to the Beatles' Yellow Submarine. And that was my favourite song forever until we sort of hit, um, you know, pop stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, just endlessly singing the Beatles, which my dad adored. So, yeah, I was do that i didn't really think about it as being singing i just thought it was fun because everybody was doing it so i thought Mm -hmm. oh this is just what people do when they gather in a room they just sing at each other (laughs) um i joined a sort of theater company when i was six and we did a lot of musical theater singing and singing and dancing was part of that and i i was sort of too young to even think about it really i just thought yeah singing's just a part of what everybody does um so i was quite fortunate in that sense then um I tried out some metal bands I was in some bands when I was older I was in some choirs so I did some like traditional sung in sort of Latin and sung in Cornish and sang in well English but you know (laughs) did Christmas carol concerts Mm -hmm. and all of that sort of thing like you do with your choirs went into a couple choir competitions with school and came away with some trophies and then uh yeah, like I say, went into some, had a little pop punk band because I used to play the drums and the bass. You I can do junior. everything. Ah, Jack of all trades, master of none. I was all right.
0: You're <laughs> <laughs> just being uh, humble.
1: I, I can sing better than I can play any instrument and I've really okay. tried, I've really tried. But um, yes, so I did sort of, uh, I was in a death metal band as a vocalist, tried some of that screaming stuff. That was good fun. Um, that was for a couple of years. We, don- we weren't very successful, bless us, but we had fun. <laughs> do you have any, like, re- albums released from either of these bands? I think there's some demos on SoundCloud uh, somewhere. Okay. Um, but then I-, I didn't really do anything musically for years. I toured around and sold merch for bands. Mm-hmm. And I was just the merch girl for a while, but I enjoyed that. It got me into mm-hmm. gigs for free. Um, and, yeah, I joined a shanty group before it was a craze. So about three or four years ago, I joined a shanty group, an all ladies one. Obviously, like shanty singing is very traditional, especially here in Cornwall, mm-hmm. we're a seafaring nation, and we have a lot of shanties and things about Cornwall and uh, in Cornish. So that was really lovely. I did that for a couple of years, and I've recently taken a break. They're called Figurehead, by the way, and they are wonderful. So please do support them but um, I had to take a break from those guys because the wrestling started to take over mm-hmm. a little. And I wanted to, I said to them, I don't, I don't want to half-ass it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> was it Ron Swanson said like, don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was why, but they're wonderful. And I still love catching them seeing every now and then and, I really adore singing traditional songs.
0: So um, what that's we-
1: something I haven't shared with much of my wrestling friends. So Hey guys, you're the first. <laughs>
0: <Yay>. <laughs> now you said that like growing up, the Beatles were huge in your karaoke. But today, do you have any like go-to karaoke songs that you will like always choose?
1: Oh my. Okay, so me and this wonderful wrestler called Joey Seven have this endless chat about what we would sing if we ever had karaoke together. Now, he's big on his boy bands, so I'm sure he would pick Mm -hmm. something, some sublime West-like song. Um, I personally go for a song called Warwick Avenue by Duffy. Um, If you haven't heard it, it's it's quite chill. It's out there. It's not really a song I listen to very often, but I like to sing it. So, or... um, the animals version of house of the rising sun. I enjoyed that one. That's, that's probably one of my favorite songs ever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I'm really into like my, my metal and stuff. I just wouldn't sing it at karaoke. So um, why? I don't know. I, my, my singing voice is um, not really suited to it. I don't think. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Like it's yeah. more like not raspy, but like, you know. Oh yeah. yeah Would you yeah. say your voice is like more soulful or like? I yeah, don't know. like along
1: those lines. Along those lines, I think it's slower. Okay, makes yeah, sense. Yes, it's, it's it's not quite as uh...
0: metals like
1: fast. Most of the time, fast Yeah, pace. right. Got my it. my voice probably isn't harsh enough for it.
0: Got it. And plus, you don't you don't want to ruin your your voice if you have to do promos in the ring or tell people that they suck.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, honestly. The the projection that I learned acting really helps me tell people they suck. And I love that. It's so useful. See, you um, never know when yeah. things
0: are going to work out. <laughs> love that. Now, in terms of music, if you could create any entrance theme with any musical artist or band, who would you duet with and why? You seem to already have an answer.
1: I already have an answer because okay. I'm already trying to line it up right okay. now. Okay, so... Because I am from Cornwall, because I speak Cornish in my promos, because I'm from a very traditional Celtic nation, much like Scotland, Wales, Mm -hmm. um, I very much am taking inspiration from entrance music for people like Seamus and Drew McIntyre. And so what I would like to do is open my entrance music very traditionally with traditional instruments, maybe with some spoken cornish and then for it to break down into some like cool ass Mm -hmm. rock right um so i already am in talks with some wonderful folk and shanty artists who are signed you can find them on spotify they're called the longest johns and they are from bristol in the uk and they are so so good um i listen to them on the daily um so yeah i'm basically trying to collab with them we're just trying to find gaps Mm -hmm. in our diaries where we can both sit down and do that so we used to sing at shows together and at shanty festivals together so we've had a few drinks and a sing-along together before so and they've watched me wrestle because they're wonderful um, and supportive so I very much wanted them to have a part in it I'm hoping that I'll get it sort of together by the end of the year and then maybe we'll have something by maybe the spring.
0: Oh, okay. Fingers crossed. Like that sounds super exciting. The fact that you kind of even have this a little bit planned out or envisioned, I think is a good step. I've I've got like all of my inspiration pieces
1: and clips to send them, and then we're just gonna get into a studio and see what we make.
0: Oh, okay. You'll have to well, obviously. Hopefully, once it comes into fruition, like again, we're gonna manifest this. Like you're gonna manifest better. It's definitely coming into fruition. Better drop that beat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i want to oh my god that's so exciting now do you I'm have so any excited. like is it just gonna be like instrumental in music or do you have a plan to have some words maybe that you can sing with them too
1: i am undecided okay um i very much was gonna consult with um his name's jd mm-hmm. he is sort of the I would say he's probably the lead of the group and that's not to put down any of the other guys. I think <laughs> they would agree. He seems to be, you know, the, the guy with the plan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so I was going to ask his opinion and maybe play around with that idea. So I'm not sure if I want any vocals on there with words specifically. Okay. But if I did, I'd probably go with, um, like I say, just, just something in the Cornish language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would really send it apart for sure. Yeah, well, it's something that, Other people simply can't legitimately do. They Mm -hmm. can pretend,
0: but it's not them. No, no, it's it's all you, (laughs) LA. It's all you. Ah. Now, switching gears here, obviously, as you go forward and return to professional wrestling, another big part of an entrance is obviously ring gear. So I'm curious Mm. if you have any inspiration or story behind your current ring gear or maybe future plans with ring gear. That is an incredibly good question. Um, I love
1: wearing the color black, and it was very much almost a controversial thing to go for all plain black when I first started. It was all leatherette. Okay. I said I just want, I want all leatherette. I want leatherette everything. Um, because that's just what I liked. What I was basing it off was when I was a kid, I always basically wanted it to be triple H. So, <laughs> so um, his sort of like leatherette style trunks. Yeah. I was like, when I see those trunks, that to me is just wrestling gear. That is the, the absolute epitome of wrestling gear. So I was like, whatever it is, it has to essentially be that, but to fit me. Um, I thought I'd better decorate it with something. So we got some nice sort of zigzaggy tie-up things on the side, which was nice. I like those. And as time's gone on, you know, I've got my, I love my jacket, by the way. I'm obsessed with so do I now. um I picked it up secondhand and um unbearably unbearably cheap don't tell anyone it was so it did it cost next to nothing um and I got a, a lovely really talented friend of mine called Emily uh who I went to school with I just said hey like you you're really creative do you can <laughs> this just- up yeah can you yeah well, it had all the studs on it okay had the fringe yeah mm-hmm. i was like that's the perfect jacket it just needs to have mm-hmm. my stuff on it and again i i was trying to come up with a logo at the time mm-hmm. so i got hold of my good friend joey seven again and i said hey i'm gonna do this logo and he went no 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 change this out and do this and i was like oh and i went ahead with what he said and that's my coat of arms <laughs> bless him um uh, So, yeah, I said, hey, can you paint this on? And she did right away. She's just so talented. And um, I'm not... People have asked me how to get hold of her and I'm not ready to give her up just yet. So, yeah, yeah. I don't want us to get too busy and not be able to do mine. She's (laughs) your secret weapon. (laughs) She is, honestly. I love that jacket. Um, I have a really lovely lady called Kyla who does my gear. And she is a wonderful, wonderful woman. Um, And yeah, I just get hold of her with Mad Ideas and she goes, none of that makes sense. And then we have to have a video call and chat it through. And then she goes, okay, now it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we added the gold in because uh, Cornwall, the colours are synonymously sort of black, white and gold Um, and sort of jazzed it up a bit, added studs to all the different gear. Mainly for me, it's very like heavy metal inspired. Um, Hence all of the studs and things. I just, I want texture. And I want there to be a little bit more. I don't like it to be too busy, though. Yeah. So I love a lot of the gear that's going around right now. It's, there's, it's so intricate and wonderful. It's it's just not me, though. So as much as I can appreciate it, it's not what I want for myself. Um, so I like to have a very simple idea, and I don't like to overcomplicate it. Um, because then I'll be worrying too much about that rather than wrestling, I think. But that's just yeah. me. I I would get distracted by it. Other people wouldn't. I'm I'm just a magpie, so I'd be like, oh, what's that? Yeah. Um, but
0: yeah. So that's that's the sort of inspiration behind it. Yeah. Who then today do you think has the best ring gear game or aesthetic in professional wrestling today? Since you mentioned that there's a lot of great gear going around. My favorite gear out there at the moment
1: is Jamie Haters.
0: Oh my God. I I'm so glad you say her. I and love her. by the way. Yeah.
1: Everybody is so stoked that she is absolutely killing it in AEW right now. Me it's, too. It's really awesome to see like one of the girls from here just smashing mm-hmm. it, and I her just, gear is absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. I, 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 every time it pops up on um, my feed, I'm just—I'll mm-hmm. I'll have to stop and just look at it and go, "That's sick. I like that." Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I think she has the best gear at the moment. I agree. Me. I just or, saw her or, two weeks or ago. Mako Satomura.
0: Oh Mako. The best
1: entrance jacket I've ever seen. Oh, Mm -hmm. gorgeous, gorgeous kit, And I like that it's traditionally inspired. Mm -hmm. So I like that it has some some heritage involved.
0: It like combines, yeah, heritage, but also like Mm. classy and elegant, but also badass. Yeah. Exactly, right? It's everything. Love it. I love it. The NXT UK women's champion. I'm so happy there's so many like new faces there. And like Mako obviously is champ. Jamie's killing it in AEW. I was so glad I got to see her two weeks ago for the first time. And yeah, it was it was so it's cool seeing like a lot of the obviously borders are open so people can travel a little bit more now. So fingers crossed, we get to see more crossovers like between the countries. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Now, lastly, we are all about hashtag girl power here on A Wrestling Gal. So yes. is there any female in your personal or professional life you think that inspires or empowers you the most?
1: Oh, you'll make me emotional. I got a little bit like, but, uh-huh. yeah.
0: Um,
1: I have had the sincere pleasure of meeting so many wonderful, beautiful, talented and... Supportive women within wrestling this year. Um, Sky Smitson is one of the best people I've met. Laurie, she is amazing. She's mm-hmm. a German wrestler. Catch her up. Um, Lizzie Evo, who, by the way, is killing it. She was just in
0: NXT UK, I saw.
1: She is pure fire and she mm-hmm. is a really, really lovely, lovely person. Um, so shout out to you. Um, oh god I'm gonna miss someone and it'll be really really rough if and when (laughs) I do Heidi Katrina she's an absolute babe love her so lovely um Myla Grace is one of the most Mm -hmm. adorable pure people I have ever met um one of the most giving people I've ever been in the ring with is Millie McKenzie who as we all know is killing it enough and she doesn't really need my help on it but hey up Killing it still, girl. Um, And I wanna give a shout out to every every single girl, basically who I've ever shared a ring with. I know that I've missed out a ton of people including like Chantelle Jordan, Lucia Lee, uh, Dominita. Um, Just so, so many girls, ah! And I have so many more people who I'm gonna meet coming up. Um, But specifically I need to put a shout out to the Reach Academy women's division because we have a really strong sort of sisterhood going on there and it feels really wholesome and it feels like we're really on the same page and we want what's best for all of us and we really want to push forward as a group and see each other grow. Um, so that's there's some wonderful people there.
0: I just spoke with Echo Reed last or yeah, last week. So no way. She was great. Yeah. So, nice. so that'll be fun. Um, But yeah, there's Hmm. a lot of the reach army. And then obviously this reach Academy is blossoming again now that it's like back and running shows. So that's so exciting that the UK is back to doing things. I mean, the US parts of the US are more formally getting back into the swing of things, but it's exciting to see the world kind of open itself back up. It's a brand new world, right? it is (laughs) a whole new (laughs) world sorry (laughs) (laughs) but anyways before i let you go can you please Mm -hmm. tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias yes
1: let me get this up because they do very slightly and your and your big cartel of course of course so you can find me on twitter it's at l underscore a underscore taylor underscore that's la taylor with all the underscores in between, you can find me on Instagram. And my Instagram is LA Taylor PW. And you can find me on Facebook by just searching for LA Taylor. And we're also, people get yeah, some merch? my big cartel. So you can get some merchandise. I've just released some brand new merchandise that we've never had before. Um, I will get my big cartel address now it is la taylor or one word dot big cartel.com
0: well thank you so much for joining me today la i'm so glad we could finally have this chat now that the world is kind of yeah not in complete shambles i appreciate I know, it so right? much and it was an absolute pleasure thank you so
1: much for having me i'm so glad that we finally had this chat i know we've been meaning to do it
0: for about a year. Yeah, uh, and I just wanted to wait until I had something to actually talk to you about. So I'm so glad and shout Brilliant. out to Kurt Johansson for kind of putting you on my radar. He's amazing. I so. love Kurt. Big love to Kurt. We love you. We do. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today again, L.A. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: No problems. It's honestly, thank you so much. And if you ever want to hit me up again, let's have another chat because I love it in the new year. I got you cracking.